Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to The Accelerator with Michael Kahn, if that's me. We're a podcast that uh, brings, together, uh, brings together entrepreneurs, startups, and founders, along with VCs, angels, and um, uh, investment firms, family offices. And we are delighted today to be joined by Maggie Brennan. She is from, in the, from a company called Innovation Experience. And she is in charge of, a, or not in charge, but at least a consultant to a program called Israel 360. Welcome, Maggie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here, Michael. Okay, it's great to have you. And you are coming to us um, live from Buenos Aires. Um, so uh, on the other side of the world, which is, which is, is that the other, it's the same side of the world, isn't it? So it's, it's <laughs> it depends on which side you're, how you're dividing it. In yeah, half, yeah I, I think we're top to bottom. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it's great to have you. And I reached out to you, um, Maggie, as you know, because I thought this was so interesting because it was an opportunity um, for entrepreneurs to spend time in Israel learning about entrepreneurship. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about that and how that how that came to pass? Absolutely. Um, and you're absolutely right. The idea is that what we're really trying to do is develop a connection between anybody who is interested and Israel, kind of the whole Israeli business ecosystem. Because as you may know, um, Israel is really a leader in lots of different, really quite diverse fields. Um, something like cybersecurity or healthcare or agrotech or fintech, you know, just I could go on and on listing all these mm. different industries that um, that they're really quite leaders in. So what we have found is there are a lot of people in these industries around the world, not only in the U.S., but, you know, all over the Americas and in Europe and the Far East as well. There are a lot of people in those industries as well that would love to be able to network with the Israelis, knowing that they have, you know, there are leaders in that field. And when I say network, that could be a conversation. That could be some benchmarking. Just say, hey, what are you doing? And this is what I'm doing. Or maybe it's actually investing in an Israeli company or the other way around, the Israelis investing in your company, that type mm -hmm. of thing. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a lot of different opportunities in the exact same program. But the whole goal is to connect um, anybody who's interested in um, finding out more about the Israeli business ecosystem, like I said. Uh, right. If you're interested in finding out more about that, we can help you do that. And Maggie, it's worth noting you are the director of admissions, so I suppose that on some level they have to impress you. Um, so tell us, um, first of all, what type of entrepreneur are you looking for? What type of uh, person would do best in this situation? What we're looking for normally are executives. And when I say executive or a senior executive of a company, I'm referring to anybody who is in a decision-making capacity because um, really our program has two main components. It is um, an online um, kind of an online academy where we go through and we talk about kind of methodologies and, and practical ideas. And then we, when we travel to Israel and we actually see it in person. So what we're looking for for this whole program are people who are senior executives or, or um, decision makers, because you want to be able to do something with all of the knowledge that you're getting or the practical ideas or the networks, the networking opportunities that you're having. If you're not in that kind of a position, I think it would be a little frustrating. But um, otherwise, so we're looking for, like I said, decision make decision making level of a of, um 
of an executive, but we're also look, really looking for people who are honestly trying to grow and learn and change. Um, what Unfortunately, what we've realized is some people just come because they're interested in selling their product. And, you know, we don't want that. We want to create a really healthy cohort full of other people who are looking to find out about you, but you're also looking, you know, maybe they want to um, find out about you and you want to find out about them. You know, you want it to be a, a healthy give and take for everybody involved. That's really what we're looking for. And what uh, do, do executives, um, um, I, I assume they could come from any size company. Is that right? Absolutely. You know, sometimes when you're the company's real small, they definitely need more of these networking opportunities to grow and maybe to, to get funding or to find other technologies that may be able to help them. But then on the other side, if you're quite large and you're already very well established, sometimes those are the people looking to take the next step or to, you know, let's say invest in a new product to bring into their company, or maybe they're looking for um, new ideas as to how to run their own company to help it grow. So it, the size doesn't really matter to us as much as, you, as like I said, being a, a healthy cohort where people can grow and change and learn from each other and, and network with Israel. And, and would, uh, would, you be, would you be inclined toward people from marketing, from technology, from human resources? Is there any kind of preference or um, anything like that that would you know, tilt the scale? Luckily, no, not really. We're, um, I think the diversity of our offering is really what makes it so attractive to so many people. We have people coming from service industries or from product industries. We have people who are like CEO level and other people who are, let's say, director of marketing. You know, um, so everybody offers a little something different. And I think the group tends to really feed off of each other as well as get something from the Israeli aspect of the of the trip, if you know what I mean. I mean, the, yeah, the cohorts yeah. tend to work very well together, as well as learning all about um, the Israeli business system. So and business, they, you know, world. Yeah. And are the cohorts... Um... Are they, how, what size are they? Are they from the U.S.? Are they from, is it global? How do you, how does it break out? It's really quite international. We're very popular in Central and South America. I said for right mm. now, um, that's probably where, um, you know, over half of our, uh, uh, our participants are coming from, but we also have from the U.S., from Europe, from Australia. Um, mm -hmm. We're just branching off into the East as well, so um, we're really quite international in that sense. So, um, yeah, it's it's a lovely diverse group. And so, by East, you mean Asia? So you're starting to move into that area as well. Exactly. Exactly. And um, uh, this is kind of an obvious question. Um, uh, maybe not an obvious question. Is it? Is it? Um, do you have to be Jewish to go? Not at all. In fact, I would say right. only between ten and twenty percent of our um, participants are Jewish, and um, very often they don't have any. Not, not only them, but you know, ninety percent of the people who are in our program don't really have any connection to Israel at all. I think that's really what we're offering. I think um, maybe if you were Jewish or highly connected to to Israel, you wouldn't need us. <laughs> you know, um, that's what we're sitting here trying to offer is maybe that connection that you didn't have otherwise. And 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 walk us through. So, say um, um, uh, an executive is accepted into your program. Um, when does it start? And how long is it and what might their expectations be? 
Exactly. Okay, so our next cohort starts on June 26th, which is like oh, just around right the up. corner. Yeah, yeah. and um, and the way it works is this: our Israel 360 program has two components, as I referred to earlier. The first component is an online academy where we run it live on Zoom every Sunday. Maybe you realize that Sunday is the first day of the work week um, in Israel. That's why mm -hmm. it's on Sundays. Every week we have a different speaker, a different Israeli speaker who is a leader in. In their field of whatever field that they're in. So each session is about two hours and we do that on Sundays uh, for the US and, um, the, and the Americas, it's Sunday morning and in Europe, it's Sunday afternoon. Uh, but like I said, it's live, it's very participatory, it's quite interactive and uh, we do that for a couple hours each Sunday. And the online academy lasts for a total of 13 weeks. So if you start on June 26th, you end about the middle of September. After that is the second component of Israel 360, which is our trip, our one week trip to Israel. We give you um, different dates to choose from. We, we try to recommend that most people in the same cohort go on the same week, you know, because you've sure. gotten to know each other online. Um, so, for example, one of the weeks you could choose is toward it's like the third week of November. So you um, you arrive in Tel Aviv on a Monday. During the rest of the week, we have all different types of business meetings, some small, some big, some public, some private, some, you know, high tech, some low tech, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. um, you, you know, we have business meetings all week. And then on the weekend, we do a little sightseeing because like I said, most people who have traveled all that far away have never been to Israel. They don't really have any connection with Israel. And we want to share with you that rich culture. It's part of the reason why we call it Israel 360, because we don't want mm -hmm. you to just go there and have a business meeting. You know, the, the Israeli innovation and creativity comes from their culture. You know, so that we want to share with you some food and some, you know, it's the Dead yeah. Sea and, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, tourism as well. So we have mm -hmm. a little bit of fun, too. Can't work all the time. You know, that's right. That's right. And what would you um, what would you say the kind of outcome people should expect? Um, you know, this is a big commitment, 13 weeks, 14 weeks, counting the uh, in-person week. Um, so that's a big chunk of a year. Uh, what would what would be a reasonable expectation that you you feel confident you could fulfill? Well, I guess it all kind of depends on what your goals are for the trip. You know, if you're looking to establish contacts or get to know people in your industry, no, no matter what happens, that's definitely going to happen, um, both online on our online um, academy, as well as in Israel. Not only do we set up meetings for you like that, but we also show you how to find people in your industry that you may be able to, you know, like once the week is over, maybe you stay an extra day or something and have your own personal and private meetings as well. So we try to show you certain things and then give you the tools for you to find it on your own as well. So I would say that outcomes would definitely be networking, would definitely be a thorough understanding of um, how Israelis do business, uh, lots of different entrepreneurial and innovation techniques through the online academy. Um, and so that at least, and then every once in a while, we, I love to have these little um, serendipitous moments that sometimes people fall into a, you know, a, a, like a situation where they never expected and they make a great contact. Can I just tell you a very quick story about oh, how that please, happened? Yeah, I, was, once? I was going to ask you for some examples. Yeah, absolutely. 
Okay. Well, a couple of years ago, we had this engineer on our um, on one of our trips, and he was an engineer that builds oil rigs, you know, out in the ocean, mm-hmm. right? So he's sitting very politely in a meeting that he doesn't think has anything to do with him, which is all about augmented reality goggles. You know, you know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. By those goggles. And um, so he's sitting there listening to it. And afterwards, he approached the founder and he said, wait a second, if I've got a construction worker on one of these oil rigs and they're wearing some of the goggles and let's say they've got a pipe in one hand and another pipe in another hand, could, could the goggles tell me either how to connect them or when they're connected correctly or something along those lines? And the founder of the company said, yes, absolutely, we can arrange that. And the two of them went together now, and it's been a couple of years, where they're developing what they what he calls quality control headsets um, wow. for his um, his construction workers, you know, to work in the construction industry. So again, those are those lovely moments where you're exposed to something new and it really ends up being a wonderful contact for you. Now, I can't guarantee that that happens all the time, but it definitely could happen. Like I said, if you have a healthy cohort of people who are growing and sharing lots of things together. So, sure. And the news yeah. of the day is that Apple is developing its own headset uh, for release in 2023, I believe. So that's uh, very much... Uh, in the news today. So yeah. what would, what um, is the faculty for your program, um, Israel 360? Is it, um, uh, I assume that it's predominantly Israeli. Is that it right? Is. And it, they're all Israeli. Yeah. All, they're all Israeli, Israeli and they're all like, let's say leaders in their fields. You know, we have, um, we have five different modules in those 13 weeks. And so we have a module on innovation. We have a module on mm-hmm. entrepreneurship, another module on financing and investment, a third module on how to do business in Israel, which is, you know, some, like I said, those tools and techniques as to how to mm-hmm. find people and things like that. And another one that's all a different uh, professional toolkit full of different uh, ideas for you know, for any type of profession. And just one last clarification about the online academy. Um, It is 13 weeks, but it's only two hours per week. So the time commitment during the online academy is just the the class period of that Sunday morning. So it's not like you have extra readings or projects or things like that that you need to go to. It's just pretty much a two hour commitment. I see. Just just a couple of hours. Yes. So um, what does the what does the program cost? Well, it's a total of, you know, if you put together both components of the online academy and the full trip to Israel, it's Mm $9,900. But I'm very happy to report that we have um, an extensive network of sponsors that have put together a scholarship fund for us. So what we ask you to do, we ask everybody to do, is to fill out a form. It's a, it's a Google form that tells us a little bit more about you, about your background, about what your goals are for the trip, what you're looking for, that kind of a thing. And then you turn that in that one form. And that form applies you both to the program as well as to the scholarship. Mm. And um, I review that as the director of admissions, along with a small committee of um, other people as, as well in Israel. And just a few days later, we get back to you and let you know whether you have been accepted and what the final price is for you. If you qualify for the scholarship, that could bring your price down by like 60%. So oh, then I... you'd be more like in the $4,500 range, which and is... That would, um, yeah, that's, that's, that would be, that would be, that'd be easier, to, easier to swallow. 
But exactly. no, it's, a, it's obviously an, a, a um, significant program, so the price doesn't really surprise me. Um, well, and that includes everything in Israel as well. That's the hotel. That's, you know, a lot of the food, not every single thing, but a lot of yeah. the food. It's all of the transportation. It's the tourism as yeah. well as the online academy and the materials and the recordings of all the academy, you know, the student um, portal. So it's everything except your round trip ticket. That's what we ask. Um, we ask everybody to get yourself to Tel Aviv and we'll take it from there. Yeah. And we're talking with Maggie Brennan. She's the director of admissions at Innovation Experience and has uh, much to do with Israel's 360. Now, you mentioned there are three programs, I believe. And um, what are the other two? Where do they go? Well, the other, um, one of them is very similar. The, the one I just got done describing, Israel 360, is technically our executive program. And that's the price also for the executive program. Typically, the executives I'm referring to are, like I said, people with a good amount of experience in business that are over 35 years old um, and you know are in decision-making capacities. We also have um, same thing, Israel 360, but what we call the Young Professionals Program. So the only reason, the only way that that's different is that um, the online academy is all the same topics and, um, you know, sessions, but we travel on a different week because normally we like to put people together with the group that they feel comfortable with. So maybe those are younger people who are, you know, less experienced in business. Maybe they're between 25 and 35. Age is not our specific cutoff. It, you know, if you're 30 and you really want to go with the executive program, you can. But um, just in general, uh, we try to separate them out, like I said, to have people travel who are similar. Um, and that, that price with the scholarship is more around $3,900 rather than $4,500. So it's a little cheaper knowing that you're in a different stage of your career. And then lastly, we have a different program for very young, um, you know, right out of college kind of kids. It's called SHIFT. Um, I'm not the director of admissions of that particular program, but it's the same type of idea where we have an online academy and a, a trip to Israel, but it's much more about how to start a business and, um, you know, for people just starting out. Oh, that's interesting. That would, we'd be interested in that too. And I was actually going to ask you to what degree is your program influenced by, you know, kind of a startup mentality because that's our program, of course, but also um, Israel, I believe has more, they say has more entrepreneurs per, per, per capita than any country in the world. And the amount of innovation per capita is pretty astonishing. So it is, um, it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, how, how, that's why it's you, called the startup nation, right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And yeah. then how, how do you, um, th there are a couple of questions around that. One is that what is uniquely, well, it's all Israeli, so it's going to be an Israeli program, but what are the, what, what is unique about an all Israeli program like this? In other words, what is an entrepreneur? What is a, a, not an entrepreneur, uh, just an entrepreneur, somebody from a corporate background? What are people going to get in this program, in Israel 360, that they absolutely could not get anywhere else? Well, I guess it comes right back down to the topic of Israel, because like you said, there, yeah. um, it is, it's called, there was um, a book written about them, about these phenomenal statistics that comes out of this tiny little country. That's why it's, and the book itself was called The Startup Nation, and that's why it's gotten to be their, their nickname. You know, they, they themselves call themselves The Startup Nation. And um, it, I guess what we're trying to put our finger on, what we're trying to help people identify and, sh um, and, um, and show you how to do in your own business mm -hmm. is what the Israelis have done. Here they've, here they're this tiny little country, really the country itself 
physically is not very large. Half of it is a desert, so you can't even inhabit half of it. They have extreme lack of natural resources, water. Let's not even start talking about water, you know, but um, but other natural resources as well are, are very scarce. They don't have a very large population either. I think they're 9 million people. So if you've got a new product or service, that's not a huge population to sell it to. And yet, even with all of these obstacles, they have found a way to be leaders in so many different diverse fields. And I think it comes down to a lot of, um, you know, uh, the mother of, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. Is that the way the expression goes? You know, for example, um, like I said, they have a, a lack of water and um, is, is, is Israel in general recycles up to 80% of its water. The next country in line to recycle water um, is Spain and it recycles 18%. So it, cl clearly they know what they're doing. Um, there, another, there was a company, for example, called Netafim that uh, produced uh, because they needed to, you know, they, they produced a, um, a software, uh, sorry, a technology that helps with drip irrigation to help grow crops in areas, obviously, without much water. And um, so this is kind of a similar thing that we see coming out of Israel. You develop a product because you need it. You market it within your borders to see if it works. You kind of test your business model and then you market it worldwide. And not only were they successful, but they were acquired by a Mexican conglomerate for over $3 billion. So that's, those are the kinds of things we see coming out of Israel. And that's what we're trying to put our finger on and try to help you uh, find out why, where, and how they do that so that hopefully you can do it yourself. So there is something unique. I know that Israelis are known to be very sharp business people. Um, not to be not to stereotype, but but you know, um, really good at negotiations and 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 many other things and elements of business. So, yeah. um, what um, I guess um, my question I wanted to ask about you a little bit. Um, so you are uh, obviously not Israeli. Um, not. Your name is Maggie Brennan. Um, you live in New York and also in Buenos Aires, and you're exactly. um, in charge of a admissions for a program that's in Israel. So that's a pretty much a worldwide mission. But how did you, um, obviously you're, you, you, you've been in admissions for a while. How did you get to this position? How, what was the, what was the path? I've always had a background in education um, and um, mm -hmm. innovation experience is really an educational firm because not only do we work a lot with um, business mm -hmm. executives wanting to go to Israel, but we do a lot of work with universities as well, colleges and universities that either want to take a trip there or like MBA programs that want to do a research project there too. Mm -hmm. So um, the co-founders, Damian Katz and Ryan Fain, found me online um, because I'm also in this educational field. Most recently, I am an educator consultant where I do a lot of work with helping international students go to college in the United States. So that's kind of where the connection is. Um, I work as an admissions consultant. And um, then when they when they found me, we had this synchronicity. And I said, yeah, let's work together. I'd be happy to. Um, so there's that. But really, where I come from is an educational background. I was a teacher in New York in Westchester County for 15 years. And that's where my Heart lies, you know, I'm, I'm a teacher at heart. Um, I'm a Spanish teacher. So as you can tell, that's ah. the connection also to Argentina. My husband's Argentine. Yeah. That's why we're here. So yeah. do you speak English or Spanish? At home? Both. Yeah. 
Yeah, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. In fact, it, it normally when we have a fight, I speak in English and he speaks in Spanish. <laughs> Why doesn't that surprise me? But of course, you never—you probably never have any fights, so that never. No, never, but never no. Comes Theoretically, yeah. if we were going yeah. to fight, yeah. And for your um, for for innovation experience, um, are there plans to expand? Are there other things on the horizon? I would imagine the, and also I should ask, the program has probably evolved quite a bit. Um, in a time of COVID, I bet, is my guess. Yeah. Is that right? Well, interestingly enough, um, for the, the company's been in business for about eight years, and they've always been in the business of what they like to call um, immersive experiences in Israel. They don't just call them a trip to Israel, because mm -hmm. like I said, we're not just going for a business meeting and then coming home. They really want to- Or, or you know, most, most, or, you know, uh, certainly many Jewish people would you know, the trip would could be religious. You could go to the Wailing Wall. There's, and know, we do. Uh, and we land. do. We, um, yeah. we hire guides that are non-denominational on purpose, mm -hmm. so that they can show you the, you know, the Holy Sepulchre, the Wailing Wall, and there's other, you know, as well, lots of um, ethnic uh, neighborhoods in Jerusalem as well. So you, you know, there's there's all different types of other representations, not only religious neighborhoods, but um, mm -hmm. different culture, countries and cultures and foods, you know, so it's it's wonderful in that way. But I, I got off track. I was going to answer something else for you. I'm sorry. I can't remember. Well, oh, no, that's okay. Um, uh, that's my skill is to confuse the people I'm, I'm questioning. <laughs> No, it was uh, just asking, um, you know, sort of what's next. And you mentioned that, oh. that uh, you're focused, you remain focused on Israel. Are there other business offer? And I, I kind of confused it by asking about the pandemic. Um, let me let me ask that specifically, because um, you have a big online component. You probably didn't do that three years ago, right? Exactly, exactly. And that's what I was going to say was that we have been always during all of these years, we've really been focusing exclusively on this, you know, immersive experience in Israel. But there were not only as a result of the pandemic, did we start our online academy, but also because for many years, our alumni were coming back from these trips saying, you know, it's great, it's fantastic, but we want more. It's like they wanted to, let's say, more networking opportunities, more discussion opportunities, more knowledge about the Israeli way of thinking or point of view or, um, you know, business strategies, whatever. So that's why just before the pandemic, we put together this online academy. It's kind of like a, a new package, you may call it. So oh, we did it before, now, before, the, before the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it was both the um, online academy and the trip to Israel now is together in one program. Okay. So um, so that seems to sol solve both of those issues, the pandemic issues and the, um, and the, the call for more, you know, what, what we were getting. And do you anticipate um, other Israeli business programs? Um, any, yes, to on this? definitely. Um, what we what we are doing is we are expanding. How would you say this? Maybe like laterally in the sense that we're not developing a whole different program. What we're doing is taking more specialty programs. So, like for example, we've had quite a bit of success in the med tech healthcare area. Okay. Um, we have just like doctors or, or people in the medicine, medical field or healthcare field, and they all will travel together and only visit companies in that area. 
you know, normally we, we have quite a selection of people in a cohort and we try to visit all different types of businesses, but um, we're going to start to do more focused uh, trips if people are more interested in that as well. We've been doing the medical one for a couple of years, but it's gotten so mm -hmm. popular that we're now offering it a couple of times per year. And so I think mm -hmm. um, that's our, our next area of focus is to um, really, let's say just agrotech or just the water industry. Yeah. Which Israel is yeah. huge. I mean, it's hard to believe I that that's an industry, that, right? <laughs> yeah, I would think I would call that vertical rather than horizontal. You're going Sorry. vertical. Thank you. Um, which is which is good. Good. So, um, there's is there still time, and is there still room to get into the the cohort that starts this this month? Absolutely. Um, and normally what we do is if you'd like, you could come to one of my, um, I have um, online informative sessions a couple of times a week. That way I can describe the program in more detail. And then you can ask any questions that you'd like. So that's the way I normally handle it. And at the end, I give you a registration form. You fill out the registration form. And if you could put down your deposit, we'd love to have you in the program right away. <laughs> we'd love that deposit. And and um, um, how do people find that? When when and where do you do it? Um, the Well, let's see. You could email me. That's probably the quickest and easiest way. I can um, send you our website as well. Um, it, my, my email is maggie at innovationexperience.org. It's not .com. It's .org. Um, and uh, send that to me and I'd be more than happy to um, answer right away with the next informative sessions and a link for you to join. Um, or you can go to um, innovationexperience.org online and you can find us there as well. That's great. Um, and uh, um, we've been talking to Maggie Brennan, the Director of Admissions at Innovation Experience uh, and in particular the program Israel 360. I am Michael Conniff, this is the Accelerator, um, and uh, you can reach me at Michael Conniff, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-C-O-N-N-I-F-F -F at Twitter. Also, Michael Conniff, C-O-N-N-I-F-F.com is uh, my website, and we're on all the major podcasting platforms and also on YouTube. So um, I want to thank uh, Maggie for being with us. I really enjoyed this. I, I uh, reached out to you specifically. I was like, Ooh, this looks like a really interesting program. And certainly um, it has certainly not disappointed. So thank you for being with, with us, Maggie. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. And I so appreciate the invitation. Thanks so much, Michael. I enjoyed it. You bet. My pleasure. So um, this is the accelerator. I'm Michael Conniff, your host. We will be back with another podcast before you know it.